Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB. I'm Juliette Sali, along with Danny Akuye. And uh, Danny, of course, the RBA in focus today. We have seen the market close lower, but off some of the earlier lows. So we saw a little bit of momentum coming back when the RBA kept rates on hold. I think we're off by about 1%. We were down by as much as 1.2%, 1.1% there on the CBO 200. Absolutely. And it looks like the ASX 200 before final trades go through is off about 68 points and about 0.96%. Aussie dollar took a bit of a beating though, mm. Jules. It's down to 65 spot 83. So try to uh, go up to that 67 US cent level over the last couple of days, but it has been, you know, basically retreating. So yeah, I think that was just on the sense that, you know, perhaps the RBA was a little bit more, hawk- uh, sorry, dovish than than some had been expected and expecting, excuse me. Uh, interesting to look at some of the notes coming through in our inboxes, mm. ANZ saying, have we reached the top? Barclay saying it was a, a hold with a, a bit of a, a softening tone. And of course, that was really the key news of the day. The RBA will leave rates on hold at 4.35% and they don't meet again until February. They don't. And uh, obviously, they've they've also issued their new meetings for next year and it's not going to be a monthly meeting. But yes, it was all about, if we look at the three themes, the RBA on hold and continuing to be very, very data dependent. I was just chatting with Warren Hogan. He said, even if they don't go in uh, February, it might mean that there is is March. So I'm afraid, folks, it's still a wait and see scenario going into 2024. Indeed. And as we mentioned, it was a risk off day on the markets and a lot of that weakness as well, not really RBA related. It was due to the big falls that you've seen in commodities markets. Mm-hmm. So the material sector, certainly the worst performer today. And we mentioned the Aussie downer there as well, below 66 US cents. And it's interesting to see in those, uh, basically those trade numbers, a lot of Aussies traveling overseas still. So still, still people traveling. They just can't get rid of the travel itch, can they? The travel bug. We've all got it. Let's have a look at some sectors, including energy today. We mentioned the weakness in commodities, all those key players underwater today. Woodside Energy off 2.5%, Ampol down by almost 1%. Yeah, and let's have a look at the big miners and just chatting iron ore with Attila Widnell before. And uh, South 32 really taking the full brunt. Um, they're obviously more diversified. They're off by almost 2%. But the big Australian off by 1.5% and Rio off by 1.1%. 
Okay, having a look at healthcare as well. Uh, CSL was lower, Sonic Healthcare, Cochlear, ResMed all moving higher today. Fisher and Parker was down by over 1%. And having a look at some of the other healthcare players, uh, there we go, a little bit mixed out there too. Promedicos rising by 7 tenths of 1%. Now, a little fun fact that someone I know called Rudy Philippek Van Dyke oh. tweeted is that ResMed is on the, the list of the top performing stocks in the S&P uh, 500. Hmm. over the last, I'm quickly trying to check how many years, it's from Charlie Bellello, it is number 18. Wow. So um, it just shows that uh, Aussie stocks can particularly punch above their weight in terms of performance. And uh, yeah, I'm just having a quick look for everybody here just to say, so this is the best performing stocks in the S&P 500 over the last 30 years. And sitting there in number 18th position is our ResMed. If only Rudy remembered things like, I don't know, wedding anniversaries as much <laughs> as he remembers. <laughs> What stock is what on the S&P 500? All right, let's have a look at some of the companies we've been following. Origin shareholders rejecting a $10.6 billion takeover bid for the company. That was yesterday. Origin rose again today up 2.5%, $8.06. Absolutely. And uh, I've really been put off, off, off stride there. Now, Evolution will acquire an 80% interest in North Park's copper gold mine in New South Wales from a CMOC, CMOC Group, with $400 million paid up front and for the 75 million after consider, um, contingent consideration. And they are going to have a $525 million fully underwritten institutional placement and a 200 million new five year debt term facility. Rio Tinto shares down by 1.1%, $125.63. They have approved $77 million for the pre feasibility study. That's to progress development of the Rhodes Ridge project in Western Australia. And looking at Fortescue, which uh, was down by just over 1%, they have an update on their Bellinger, Bellinger Iron Ore Project in Central Africa, saying the first products are ready for shipment. And Samphire also in focus. Now, this is an interesting story. An Indigenous group calling for CEO Brendan Harris to step down for what they say is the miners' failure to address heritage damage at a copper mine in Western Australia. Samphire closing off by more than 2.5%. And the stock of the day was IPD Group and the guests were Mark Gardner and Rudy Philippek Van Dyke. They're a very well run company um, in, in fantastic growth areas which are relatively stable. So um, it's one of the, the stocks we've got a little bit later where we had an allocation to Venti Services which we, we took some profit on and, and shifted into this which is a little bit smaller. So they're good yielders, they're very consistent businesses but they've only really been listed for a few years, each of them. Um, and it's sort of the, I guess flight under the radar. It's micro caps, mid caps, they have not performed for two years but this one has. Mm -hmm. Which is just, there's probably a signal there for investors as well. The exceptions are those that, that uh, clearly have an identifiable uh, catalyst for the share price. I mean, whether this in this case is the, the, the EV, it could also be the data centers because they also relate to that. And um, probably because we are in a low volume environment, um, an observation to make is that if stocks go into the bear market with momentum, they usually keep that momentum going. So these ones were lucky. They had momentum in the wings and momentum uh, keeps looking good on the share on, on the price charts. So
Okay, now welcome to the COB, our Tuesday guest, Martin Crabb from Shore and Partners. Martin, thank you for dashing. Thank you, Danny. Good to be here. Exactly. So the RBA decision, no decision, hold, pause. Markets thought it was a bit more dovish or did the markets just get too revved up in the run up to the decision? Yeah, obviously Michelle Bullock had been talking about another hike um, and they hiked last month, obviously. So but this was surprisingly dovish, not like crazy dovish, but they said there's no wage pressure. It's like, hang on, mm. the wages are running at 4% according to the wage price index. And we've got um, award awards coming out that are plus seven and a half for aged care workers. We've got the minimum wage on the 1st of July was eight. So they're not seeing wage pressure. So obviously their, their liaison, their infamous business liaison, they talk to 1,400, 1,500 people. They're telling them that wage pressures are subsiding. So that's not in the market at the moment. But what is in the market is just a softening economy. Mm-hmm. So the, the ABS data on, on um, household spending was out that's today. Um, and that just showed that consumer spending is slowing. So, so this, is a, this is a tale of the tape. So COVID business, you know, household spending collapsed by a third. We then had the base effects where it jumped by 50. And then as we came out of COVID lockdown, you know, 30% increase in household income. Guess what? That's inflationary. Mm. <laughs> um, but every month since then, it's been coming down. And the latest read was just up 2.7. So a big slowdown in household spending. And this is just one measure. It's, and it's monthly, so it's not as broad as some of the other measures. But the RBA is looking at this saying the economy is clearly cooling. The job mm. ads are cooling. These are cooling. But to, for them to say we've won the wages battle. I think it's a little bit premature, but the dollars responded to that, the bond markets responded to that, and a, a rate hike's almost been priced out. I was gonna say, have yeah. we reached the top? Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. I think most people kind of going back three months ago said they're done, mm. and then the data came in a bit, a bit, um, a little bit stronger, and Michelle came out and said, yeah, we, we, we're a little bit hawkish, more hawkish than the previous guy which is her creating her own stamp, I suppose. Mm. Um, and the market started pricing in a full a full rate. I just looked at the futures this, uh, you know, just before I ran down the hill um, <laughs> and we're 4.39 for March futures. Wow, so it's only wow. four basis points <clears throat> yeah, out, of 20, out of 25, so. Well, this create a precedent because I was there was so much narrative around if they go once, they always go twice. Yeah. So this is setting a precedent, or you just throw that all in the garbage bin like so. just a narrative. Yeah. This whole data dependency, I mean, everyone likes to think that they're on a predictable course to, you know, to hit some sort of target and they know exactly what levers to pull. And most of this is theoretical, right? Where's our star? Where's the Nairu? All these sort of, um, you know, notional things. Where are inflationary expectations? I mean, they're all theoretical constructs. So the Reserve Bank, you know, let's say they don't know, they've got a reasonable idea, but they don't have accurate, um, you know, understanding of when they increase interest rates from 4.35 to 6, what, or to 4.6, what's that going to do to the economy? They don't actually know. Um, so I think the market is speculating and they're probably even saying we need more data. So the, the, the key numbers, the CPI, the debt quarter CPI that's out on the 31st of January, which is like a week before the next RBA meeting, so on the 4th of February, whatever it is. Mm. So that's the key data. So you can go on holidays, um, you know, go to the beach, have a swim and come back and look at the 31st of January. Sorry, the 31st of January. That's the key number to look at next. So just forget it while you're at the beach. All right, exactly. we have seen gold prices. I mean, these new records. We've also yeah. got this evolution deal. What's your picks in the Yeah, sector? it's interesting. So just trying to unpack that because that stock was in trading hold all day today. Mm. Uh, they've obviously announced the acquisition of North Parks, which some of the 
media had been speculating as, as early as sort of March, April this year that the you know China uh, molybdenum company, I think it is, that sold that. Hard, hard word to say. Uh, so they bought this from Rio. The Chinese bought this from Rio a decade ago. They've been sitting on it for a decade and they've been mooted to be a seller because it's not a natural asset for them. Whereas Evolution obviously want to get bigger in gold. And this deal also gives them a lot more copper. So it, it increases their copper production by about 50% mm. and increases their gold production. So gold mining is all about scale. It's why Newmont bought Newcrest. It's all about getting more scale mm. into your operation. So it looks prima facie like a good deal. It increases their copper exposure, which everyone is bullish on. It's about to say, you can, yeah, you like can debate magic. whether you need uh, lithium. You can debate whether you need graphite. You can't debate whether you need copper. We need lots of copper to, you know, to basically to rewire the world. Mm. So this looks like a really good deal. They also announced an increase in their production guidance, quite significant increase. So they're producing more gold, they're producing more copper at a lower cost. So I would have thought if the stock didn't do that deal today, that would have been up, but the gold price is obviously a fair bit weaker. So a lot of the gold stocks are down today. So it'd be interesting to see how the market takes this. It's not at a huge, the the issue's not at a huge discount. I think it's 380. The stock traded at 414. So it's diluted, but it's not massively diluted. You could see this stock perform quite well. Now I have a vested interest. Evolution's our favorite gold stock. We own it in our large cap portfolio. So I I have a vested interest in saying that it's gonna be uh, quite well received. But just on what I looked at today, a combination of increasing their exposure to copper, price seems okay. It's never gonna be great because it's contested and it looks like a production upgrade that came along with it. So it looks okay. And uh, so Evolution is obviously the preferred over something like a North Star. Yeah, we've got Northern Star. You've now got Newmont. So when Newmont took over Newcrest, the ASX and its wisdom decided to leave Newmont in the ASX 100s, where we've got Virgin UK is in the mm, ASX yeah. 100. We've got Newmont Mining. Uh, we've got Square. Yes. Who bought up? So they leave. They tend to leave the acquirer in there. I mean, over time they fade, um, but we've got Newmont in there. So Newmont's one percent of the ASX 100. So it's actually the biggest gold producer. If you want access to gold, you can buy yeah. that. But people are pretty much saying, do you want a little bit of copper by evolution? Or if you want straight gold, buy Northern Star. And now you've got Newmont as well. I thought you said you like uh, Romelius in the small cap. Yeah, so the, um, we've got a team of analysts at Shore and Partners who cover the small and mid caps. And I think Romelius is one that's flown under the radar a bit. There's been a lot of upward movement in the gold price, as you, as you mentioned. I think it's at a record high or close to a record high, the gold price. Mm-hmm. And going forward, most people, including us, think the US dollar will be weaker next year. So gold's going to be a recipient of that. So you want gold in your portfolio. As I said, evolution of the large caps. But if you want a small cap producer uh, that's under the radar a little bit, Aramilius looks interesting. Fantastic. As always, Martin, so insightful, so informative. Thank you for joining the CMB. Always a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Hopefully you can cool off in our little sauna for a little while. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's check out now the leaders and the laggards today. And Origin Energy bouncing back after the fall yesterday, up by about 2.5%. And interesting to see healthcare stocks doing what they should do, which is outperform as defensive with Cockley, ResMed and Sonic all up today, as is IAG. Just looking at the laggards, though, we have, of course, we were talking about a lot of these resources 
resource stocks and, and some of the lithium players. Core Lithium down almost 10%, Liontown's off 9.3%, Pilbara Minerals off by more than 9%, and also in the resources space, Capricorn Metals and Emerald Resources lower. And wouldn't be the COB without our favourite small cats and Empire Energy up 24%. Step one, there we go, Bamboo Underwear yes. making a comeback up 12%. Clearview Technology, gosh, they've been in the news quite a lot. They mm. were up 6% and Avita Medical up 5%. And to the downside in the small end of town, Miso Blast, I think it did a capital raise. So, yes, Martin's yeah. nodding, so I got that right. It was down 21% as it came out of that. Uh, Rain and Resources off 14%. Javois Global, we love saying that. That's for Kyle. For Kyle, Rodder, if you're listening, <laughs> down 12% and a couple of other stocks in there too. Okay, let's check in and what is happening overnight because we have the US S&P Global and ISM Service PMIs. We have the US JOLTS job openings report, which normally the market doesn't focus on, except I think last month they decided to. And we've also got some US earnings, AutoZone, Box, JM Schmucker, oh, Neo and Toll Brothers. Uh, yeah, housing stock there. All right. And having a look at what we're on, looking out for, I should say, tomorrow, of course, the big one third quarter GDP. We've got uh, Eurozone retail sales for October, the US trade balance, uh, the ADP private sector jobs, and then here, uh, investor days for Endeavour and Rio. Yeah, and I think uh, Rio is hosted from London, so I guess that'll be tomorrow afternoon. Late. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, let's have a final check and see where the market has closed. The ASX at 200, uh, we have it's down 1%, I think 68.7,000 and, oh no, that's the SPY, sorry, 63.7,000. 9 tenths of 1%. Yeah, yeah, 9 tenths. And there we go, the SIBO 200 off by just over 14 points and 1%. And the Aussie dollar, I hope you all grabbed your Aussie dollars uh, or your US dollars when it was closer to 67 cents because it's currently trading at 65 yeah, spot but if 79. we said that a month ago, we'd be excited, right? Wasn't what, it? 63-ish? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. But hey-ho, you've got to grab while you can. Indeed. Anyway, well, that is it for today. But we've had uh, lots of fantastic fantastic interviews which are all on available on our website well they are osbiz.com.au you can of course stream that and you can stream us as well on your podcast favorite app at the cob on osbiz so you can watch us here and and listen again on your way home absolutely <laughs> so have a great evening and we will be with you a bright and early tomorrow morning at 9 30. see you then mm-hmm.